0: Okay, welcome to Chuck's. We're glad to be with you today on this beautiful September morning. Too hot. Too hot. You, Oz is ready. He is ready Too for hot. fall weather. I um I love fall, but I I am not going to begrudge 85 degrees if it wants to do that for a really long time. Mm. Because because April will be here soon enough. I don't mind January. It's supposed to be cold in January.
1: It's yeah. April. It's tough, man. It's April. I like it's the tough. seasons to stay in their place. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. You know, but uh, it's, it wasn't going to be 90 today or something, and that's too hot for yeah, post-US Open. Yeah. And football
0: season. Yeah. And football yeah. season. Well, we got a lot going on. Um, there's a lot going on, my goodness, in the in the world. We continually uh, deal with leadership issues and culture. I, I'm following... The Brett Kavanaugh congressional hearings, it's uh, amazing. The, what happened with him? Um, well, an accuser, a, a a lady who came forward anonymously had her story had been presented that he had sexually assaulted her with a friend. He had sexually assaulted her in high school in 1983, 84, hmm. and uh, in a drunken stupor, uh, some high school party, he had sexually assaulted her. And came forward with that, and now she has revealed who she is. She's a psychologist in California, Oops. And, uh, and has come out and is going to testify next week. So next Monday, she will testify, and he will testify. And, um, but we continually get <clears throat> these examples of live above reproach, because we definitely live in a culture now where something you did 35
1: years ago you can pay for. The good Dr. Gary Sweeten, I now have context of what he was tweeting about. I do not know any male that would pass the perfection slash holy test if their childhood slash youth was examined. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. It's very true. It is very true. Uh, not, you know, not to minimize that kind of action, but it's the truth. You know, nobody would. No, mm-hmm. no, you know, we just, that's part of growing up is good, even good people make bad decisions, especially when they're growing up. hmm but in but the, the light of that, and, and I, I don't want to belabor the point, but because Urban faced the music for 50 minutes yesterday, if you have not heard, his, he's back, Urban Meyer is back and restored fully to his responsibilities as head coach at Ohio State, and um, because of that, his Monday press conference was its normal... Time, but but it's usually about twenty minutes long. Fifty For minutes. Fi- Fifty minutes. He took questions mm-hmm. about the uh, Zach Smith story and the suspension. And uh, I listened to it. I don't
1: know if you did. You listen to it? I read the uh, the you know the bullet points and okay. the headlines of it. Uh,
0: it was it was it was face the music. Um. I mean I I admire I admire him I I I I believe in him as a person but boy he just faced the firing squad I mean they continually questioned after question of things he'd already been asked before and mm-hmm. and with calm and composure he answered it and um, you know I just always look at these things as from a leadership standpoint this composure that he showed yesterday when under fire uh was uh, you know again for me is it was highly laudatory um what did what what was your takeaway from the press conference you said you you read the bullet points you didn't get to hear it um what was your aha with with all that and and very little football questions i got to some football questions but very little football questions yeah and this was after he had done the interview with Tom Rinaldi on ESPN, in which ESPN then framed it with his acute, his um, critics, Paul Feinbaum in particular, who who has zero zero uh, affection for Urban. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your takeaway from that? What are, What are some of your thoughts?
1: Well, I was, um, I follow the narrative of most events like that ha- happening on Twitter, um, so not really a great perspective of it but um all the feedback i get of of urban mostly what i've read on twitter has been um when's he gonna you know the jokes of when's he gonna release his next statement about his last statement that was about his last statement that was Mm -hmm. about his last you know and um so my first thing when I, i started reading all that stuff um after reading the, you know, hearing the hearing and reading, I watched clips too of the press conference. Was I hope he releases a statement every week about the incident in August and '09 and 2015, and I hope he fills up every press conference he has with oh, 50 minutes brilliant. of detail of excruciating uh, oh, the procedurals and information and his handling of it <laughs> until the media's gone every damn Uncle, interview Uncle. every damn interview until <laughs> November 24th when his interview will be this is how we beat that team up north. Yeah. I hope, I hope he does it every brilliant. week every week until every journalist oh, throws up in their mouth be, in the Woody Hayes Center. Yeah. That that's what be, I want. That, that was my first takeaway. And um and so uh, other than that and tweeting about that last night in bed at about 11:30 um <laughs> Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, he said what I thought all along, and um, turns out what I thought all along was right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is nice. Um, but, which is nice. You yeah. got that
0: going for you, which is nice.
1: Uh, yeah yeah, that's that's. I mean, he didn't say anything that surprised me. He's, um, I think he's a great guy, and I think he's a great coach, and I think he respects women, and I think he made a bad hire, and he said all those things. He said that, yeah. You know,
0: it was quite a statement for him to say it was a mistake. To hire higher Zach Smith. I mean, that,
1: well, I, that's I liked, I liked his, I liked his thing. And this, and, the, and the, I think maybe there's maybe, that's uh, where the leadership lesson is found. But, um, he said, yeah, I, I accept penalty for giving a guy second and third chance that I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And it's not the first time it's happened. I mean, look, all the, the kids, he, you know, the Aaron Hernandez, is you know, and all that, mm-hmm. you know, from Florida that he, uh, he yeah. recruited there and, and, and gave way too many chances to. And that's why he had the reputation in Florida of yeah. just having, um, you know, a real renegade university at that time, but uh, I think that that's interesting. Yeah, how you can take your your grace as a leader too far. Yeah,
0: and I think you know sometimes you know in leadership you, there's so many eyes on you. You're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Oh, so, if he didn't release any statements, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he, Everyone, he, why and, is uh, he hiding? Why, what's he hiding? It's it's uh, really it's really amazing. It's like one
1: guy came out and said, "Oh, here's the here's the rare cleanup of the." statement about the apology about the you know mm-hmm. i'm just like what so so you so last time your wife got on you and chewed you out you just defended yourself once and then sat silently <laughs> the rest of and just wa- and, and, and even though she's following you into every room chewing out your ear you just sat there because you already said you already said that that's how you that's how you that's well that
0: raises the question and it's something i wanted to get into and, and just for our hearers it's Gary Sweeten and I have talked about this a lot in recent months. When we're talking about doing a series on this, when we talk about judging, what's behind judging is projection. I project onto you how I perceive my motives to be, what I would do in that situation. So, in Titus' letter, the letter to Titus, Paul said, to the pure, all things are pure, but to those whose mind is corrupted, nothing is pure. Hmm. In other words, when when we really impugn others' motives and we always see someone having a shady motive, we're really expressing our experience and we're projecting that on to that individual. And, um, you know, I think one of the things from a leadership standpoint is it's so easy to get upset with people's criticisms until you realize, oh wow, that may very just well be a project, that has nothing to do with me. They're projecting mm-hmm. their stuff onto me. And so, a critical aspect of leading is being able to set that boundary and say, okay, that's not about me, I'm sorry, but that's about them. I... I, I I have an utter distaste, as you know now, for ESPN. I, mm-hmm. I think annoyingly to you, I refuse to turn the volume up. I, <laughs> uh, I listen to Kirk and Chris, but that's about it. I'm, I'm, I'm done with the letters E S P N. And part of it is, is I just have no respect for that cheesy Disney entertainment journalism. Mm-hmm. But one of the things this is that's appalling is the Paul Feinbaum guy, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, he's so harsh on these coaches. I mean, he's so harsh. And it's not like he's defending the Constitution, okay? I, I, I just, like I say, the context for me this year was reading Bully Pulpit by Doris Kearns Goodwin, which is about the golden age of journalism around the time of the turn of the 20th century with Roosevelt, with Taft. And journalism, is the fourth estate, is so critical to our democracy. Mm-hmm. That's not journalism, okay? <laughs> I mean, Paul Weinbaum is not protecting the Constitution of journalism the United States.
1: A personality. No, is it's truth, not. It's and not. It's just
0: truth. It's ob- you know, obviously in its purest form, it's objective and, and as as possible. And and I just have, I think, when for me, he's the face of ESPN. Mm-hmm. But as partly, I think, as a spiritual leader, something I would love. There's a part of me <laughs> that would love to. Sit down with him Mm -hmm. and see how much projection is really going on. You know, there's an old who was it? Was it, um, of course, the telltale heart was the thump of the beating heart of guilt, Mm -hmm. you know. But who was it? I've told this story before about in London, in uh, one year in London, uh, a journalist sent out. Uh, letters to all major leaders in the city. I know what you've done, and we're going to report it within days. And within days, half the leaders in the city had resigned or something of that nature. <laughs> and it was just it was just you know, if if you if you live in judgment of others, you're probably projecting what's going on inside of you, and if we were to get inside your life, we would see that you're, you know, you have, you, you tweeted it out the other day, I think, I mean, you have the plank in your own eye. So, for me, if part of this is this stop and assess, you know, what does it say about me that I have that opinion of Paul Feinbaum? Mm-hmm. I mean, really, a, a, a disgust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I have a contempt for him mm-hmm. and his ilk. Yeah, and I and I can look at it like, okay, what does that say about me? Well, I I I I have a problem with Christians who are that way. You know, I do. I mm-hmm. like I said, I've never been hurt by an atheist, but I've been hurt by a lot of Christians who are like Paul Feinbaum, You know, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: they're always right. Now you're and you know you're emerging in your profession and and uh, in the development, and so you're. You're someone who's emerging in this. And yet, you've had exposure to the rigors of leadership all your life, really. And um, you look at this compassionately from the coach's standpoint like I do, right? You you, you, you yeah. do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, unpack a little bit the the plank mm-hmm. comment you made on Twitter. Yeah. About this. I mean, Which, that's a reference, if, if you don't know, to Matthew 7.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, before you you know you point out the speck in someone else's eye, clean your shit up, you know? <laughs> um, because it's probably not all that clean. And even if it still is... Which I is mean, a it, biblical it, word, by the way. God used that word is. crap
0: in uh, Isaiah, through the prophet Isaiah. <laughs>
1: even um, if, it's, the colloquial even term if it's clean, it excrement. still smells. And, um, <laughs> uh, so... I think, um, you know, it's been interesting following, uh, I think, I think it's Nikki Meyer, his mm-hmm. daughter, you know, um, she's been pretty active on, um, uh, on Twitter through all this. Oh, it's she pretty, has Pretty really. interesting. And tweeting at people that, that, um, you know, like there's a, there's an image of, um, there was an image of, I think maybe Shelley might've tweeted it of Urban, uh, kissing his grandbaby's head and someone, uh, quote tweeted it with saying, um, Something about how he hates women, <laughs> you know. It's, it's crazy, and, and she's and so she tweets at these people, and it's it's pretty good, you know. And, and at the end of that's all, what, at the end of, all of the tweets, she says, "I'll pray for you."
0: At <laughs> all of them, that's what you and Jordan would do if that were me. That's exactly what you guys would be doing. What would you be doing if that if that were me in that situation? What exactly would you
1: be doing? <laughs> I mean you get a you get a glimpse of it. <laughs> you would not be that Twitter nice right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. I think he's being a lot nicer than me Yeah, probably. you would you would not be that nice. Yeah, I think um I mean, you're talking about like the Kavanaugh thing and I don't know who's who what happened there or not. And it's not to justify or excuse any behavior. Um God does that and uh it's not our job. Uh mm-hmm. God is just. Um but um I think if, I mean, if we just ended Moses' story with killing a man, that would, that would not worked out for a lot of people. I think if we ended, um, Peter's story on, um, you know, a lie that would have not worked out for a lot of people. I think if we ended Paul's story on, um, egregious acts, um, that, I mean, that would not have worked out for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. you know, including the people that, um, that reap the benefits that go and then torch an urban Meyer for releasing a, uh, too many statements. We're not firing someone or, um, yeah. And, 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 and are, uh, uh, what's relied on upon, I think the, the journalism thing is interesting. I think if, I think if, whenever you see it, have your radar out, like if you see it a personality attached to journalism, that's on you. Yeah, Like you're yeah. like, you know, and I don't know who this you I'm talking to, but that's on you. Like, you're, that's your problem, you know? Like, you're so inept that you can't, that you have to follow, you know, and you're so buried and blind by your biases that you have to follow a personality as opposed to truth. I mean, what does that say about the fallacy of your own intellectual, you know? I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, that's, that's how I feel about it all is um, you just don't know. And... um yeah, the Paul Feinbaums, they uh you know, they're all over CNNs, they're all over Fox News mm-hmm. and it's it's why I don't um you know, I, I don't I don't I don't I don't I'm I do not know how I will be in ten, twenty years, but um I just won't get involved in politics and um because I just don't think uh I think it's too clouded with a lot of Paul Feinbaums and yeah. um I don't know what truth is in that. You know. Well, and that's why, you know, as you know, we know we're
0: in Southbrook right now, we're in the middle of a series on the Sermon Mount that we titled Rise Above. And part of that is that call that that in our dialogue, um, on especially on social media or in the public eye, we really have to live at a different level of one of the things is reserving judgment. So in my mind, is in the Sermon on the Mount continually. So in Matthew 7, we'll get to that in a few months, when he says, don't judge, or you too will be judged, for with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Our categorical criticism of things and people and things tends to come back on us. Mm-hmm. It tends to come back around and get us, and and uh, the, that harshness, I would... I would I would if I were to end this session we were to do this let's do let's do some back and forth learnings you know so one sentence statements learnings what what would you say I would say the lesson from all this is live above reproach a lesson from this is is be be gentle in your judgments until you absolutely have to be harsh right mm-hmm. until you absolutely have to Render a judgment that is, that is tough. Um, what, what would you, as a, 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 it's your position in life, what would you say are your lessons from this? We're going to close this out because I'm done talking about it, mm-hmm. but this is really urban part two. What would you say then are your takeaways as a leader, as an influencer, as someone with a story that you're now trying to strategically apply Hmm. What?
1: How shall? How then shall we live? Oh, I, what's been on my mind, and as we talked about with your, with this, with what you spoke about last weekend, salt and light. Um, I was studying through 1 John, and uh, to love God is is to obey His commands. And as I said, that can, that people don't like the how dogmatic that sounds, but it's religion. I mean, you know, and it's, 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 uh, it is spirituality. It's, it's, there are rules to it. Obey God by loving people and, um, and being faithful to that. Um, I sit across from people that go through these problems that we hear about on Twitter and on CNN and on Fox News. And I sit across from people that have had them happen to them and have done them. And they're all the same. They've done the best they could with what they've given, and they failed miserably at this really complex thing called life. And, um, uh, no matter who the people are on either side of having been the perpetrator or the victim, they, they, they need someone to exist with them in their darkness and in their suffering. And, um, the leader is to just is to, to judge how they will exist in that darkness and suffering, not how they will condemn the darkness that has happened mm-hmm. or how they will repay it. And um and uh, so I I think uh just exists with people within the suffering, you know, just just mm-hmm. just, just exist there and um mm-hmm. boy I mean Jesus seemed to exist in the suffering with Mary and Martha, I think, mm-hmm. in the ways they needed. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I I um I'll still still you know if if people judge me for calling out people that judge me, I'm fine with that. I guess that's 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 where I'll that's where I'll choose to be an heir right now. I don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, I I don't I just don't like um, it. Just here you go. Here's how I feel about it if you are in the situation. Kind of going back, I couldn't I couldn't I can't quite get my mind off of that. Think about that. And I kind of realized it. Um, what I, how I feel about it. So I apologize for jumping back. People have asked me candidly a lot in the last number of years. So when are you going to take over for your dad? When are you going to do what your dad does? When are you going to be up there too? I say, well, I'm not. Um, but what I really want to say, and I'll, I guess I'll say it now, is people have no idea how hard that is. They uh, said, you know, give the man some credit. It's not as easy as just, I'm going to decide to do that now. And I'm going to take it from 12 people to five to eight thousand people in a matter of years, and um, be one of the best speakers you can find around anywhere in the region and uh, in the Midwest. Uh, yeah, I'll just make that decision. <laughs> you know, give you know. In this, so in the same respect, you have no idea how hard it is for Urban Meyer. Yeah, you don't. People don't know, and um, and I probably should. If I were more mature, I'd probably just let their ignorance and. And um, lack of understanding and perspective just exists in its own, um, you know, pool of of bacteria. But um, I don't, and um, I just, I, I just, uh, yeah, people are dumb, and they yeah. don't know. They just don't know how hard it is, yeah. you know. Well, you
0: and I were watching, it's just, you know. So one of the things about this is I always try to humanize. My enemies. That's one of the things. To 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 love your enemies, you have to humanize them first, and Mm -hmm. not vilify them and dehumanize them. So whenever I see someone that I consider an enemy, like in this right now, if I I would I would love my carnal self would love to take put my two hands around Paul Feinbaum's scrawny little neck Mm -hmm. until he says uncle. Um, But the other day, even we we watched Zane Gonzalez totally blow an opportunity for the Browns, our beloved Browns, by missing four kicks. And I, my carnal self emerges in those situations. Yeah. And, in my, and I told you, I said, they got to cut him Monday. They got to cut him Monday. Now, that was true. But it was utterly a dehumanization of an individual. I did not care at that point that this guy was losing his job. Mm-hmm. All I cared about was get someone who can kick a freaking extra point for the Cleveland Browns. And I think our takeaway today is if it's Urban Meyer, if it's Jim Harbaugh, if it's Paul Feinbaum, if it's Chris Fowler... If it's Brett Kavanaugh, if it's his accuser, don't dehumanize Mm him. They're a human being. They were knit together in their mother's womb with God's knowledge and intimacy. He knows the hairs of their head. He has them numbered. He's acquainted with all their ways. They were made to be in relationship with him. And I don't have to dismiss the darkness of a serial killer, but I can leave the judgment of their soul up to God, right? Mm -hmm. And that starts with, you know, we often jump to, I got to love my enemies. Well, I got to humanize them first and be careful who you dehumanize. Uh, We're out of time. Next time on Chucked, I swear we will not talk about Urban Meyer. That'll be our goal next time, Oz, is to not mention the name Urban. Oh, Meyer. he's back though. You know? He is back. He's back. I know. He's okay, back. so I can't promise we'll fulfill that. But until next time, on Chuck, you have a great week, and uh, we'll have some great stuff to fill your mind with next week.